Yeah, cut my foot off. Welcome to Dear Friends and Dead Ends Podcast. My name is Ashley. My name is Cody. Cases may contain graphic material as well as explicit language. Intro music. Welcome to the Hell Zone by Spooky Black Vague 003 Remix. All right. Yes, yes. The creepier the better, as we say. And uh, follow up from last week, all I have to say is let a doe be a hoe. Okay? Let a, let a doe be a hoe. Yep. Tyra Bucks, let a doe be a hoe. No slut shaming here, guys. Let a doe be a hoe. As Tyra Bucks says. Word. Basically. Smize. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything that has to do with deer. So. All the yeah. all the shit, all the um. Uh, all the things that I was thinking about throwing in, I realized are actually from Drag Race. Uh, we will accept that also. Well, yeah, but it wouldn't have made sense in the contest. It's context. The sachet away. It's pretty great. I was trying to think of, like, a play on RuPaul, and I just couldn't do it. I was trying. That had to do with, like, deer. Um, I know we made a few people laugh at America's Next Top Deer. RuPaul, you could do... Mm. Long-term thought is not our best. We're usually good with quick wit. Yeah. Yep. Which is why we're usually impulse decisions, which is usually why it doesn't go well (laughs) for us. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, we're happy, but we're just not very well thought out. Um, yeah. Hopefully everyone had a good week since we last talked. And, uh, yeah. I really don't have too much else. I haven't even looked nope. at... Yeah, I haven't looked at our numbers. In terms of, like, who else is tuned in. But thank you guys for listening. You guys are... Thank you for listening. Fun. Yep. Okay. Uh, Kristen messaged me... Oh, boy. Saturday night. Uh huh. Um, she has. I haven't. I haven't really looked into it just yet. Yeah. Um, but she she sent me a case that could be pretty fun to cover. But I was shut up. I was decently drunk by the time she messaged me, and I was like, "This is great. I'll look at it tomorrow." And now it's like four days later, and I haven't. So that sounds about right. Sorry, Kristen. I mean, is she surprised? No, she's not. She knows who nope. she's talking to. Yep. Also, Kristen, I mean, she's private on Instagram. Go her. But you guys can't see all the things that she posts that have us in them. She photoshops these pictures and puts us in them. And not everyone can can see them. Can we share them from, like, reshare them from our account? Do you know? I can, and I can put them in, like, our stories. But the problem is because she's private, it won't let me. So, oh. so I'd have to have her permission to screenshot those specific things, if that's okay. Send us you. the source materials. Yeah, Kristen, if it's okay to screenshot it and repost it with us, give you credit. I will do that. That way, everyone can see. If your you could beautiful... start, mm-hmm. if you could start your own podcast and respond to this, um, <laughs> yes, I would please, appreciate that. Please put all the effort into it, and also, guys, don't forget to send in items for Cody to put his cheeks on. He is waiting. Yes. He's not a very patient man. My cheeks are buttered up. That's gross. 
with actual butter. I hope. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's the last time I'm asking questions. Okay. Am I going first? I don't remember what was last week. What happened? You went first, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, because we ended with Eugene Fish. Yes. Okay. So, I am doing the case of Anne Marie Shaw Godby. Godby? Godby. It could be Godby, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's Godby. That's how it's spelled phonetically. Uh, I honestly was just trying to make sure I didn't mishear uh, Godfrey. Oh. Oh, boy. Did you hear that music, too, or no? I heard, like, someone talking in the background. Oh. Like a ghost. Am I? What the fuck? Ooh, spooky. It would be fun. Dude, I thought... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay, I figured it out. Oh, I am wearing them backwards. That's why I was so fucked up. Yay. I'm back. We missed you. Not really. Oh, I can hear you better, too, now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God, guys. Look at the revelations that are happening today. Okay, so this takes place in Manassas, Virginia. Anne-Marie is Filipino in heritage. It's, it was in the case notes. In case you were to come across her, why are you laughing? I don't, I don't know. It was just such a harsh... It, there, I don't... It just, that wasn't the next thing I was expecting you to say, and it surprised me. I'm sorry, do you have a problem with... No, I have a problem with no one. Good good answer because we do have a problem with no one all right so this case takes place in december of 1995 she was 28 years old you guys can't see the stupid faces he's making so you're lucky Anne marie is a mother of two children uh she went missing manassas virginia on december 3rd of 1995 so would there be objects when shown to police would those objects point a finger to the suspect is the question that I pose. Over six years later and another crime, some details would surface with the help from a source, but unfortunately we have never found her, but hopefully we will find some answers as to at least an idea of what happened, but we're not sure. It is technically unsolved. So before I go into Anne Marie's case, there's another case that has to be explained. This is now 2001. This is the second case. Okay. The crime is murder. This is in Washington, D.C. Manassas, Virginia, if you don't know, and D.C. are close enough to each other that it's... In 2001? Yes. What? Yeah. What day did it happen? Oh, my fucking God, Cody. Not... Not then. Let's see. Do I have so it? So this isn't one of those, like, what it, well, oh, shit, what was that? Oh, I think I'm going to ruin a movie for people, but I don't care. Um, there was, there was a romance movie with, I think, Pattinson in it, mm -hmm. Robert Pattinson. Mm -hmm. He's an actor. Is Actually, he? you look confused. Is he? Yeah. What has he been in? He was in the Batman. Mm -hmm. He was in the... He was in the Twilight. Mm, that's a time of day, he, right? He was in the Twilight 2 Breaking Dawn. Oh, it's another time of day. He was in the Twilight 3. This one has wolves. Oh, that's exciting. Is that during a um, time of day or no? They're all at Twilight, specifically. Hmm. 
It ta- see Twilight, Twilight is Twilight a place? Twilight is a time. It's the 15 minutes before the sun totally sets. Wow. And I think the Twilight movies were actually uh they were 15 minute increments of what happened during Twilight over a number of years is my understanding. And wow. And they were able to make a movie out of those 15 minutes over multiple days. Wow. So the first 15 minutes of the movie is from day 1, the second 15 minutes of the movie is from day 2. Tell me about Once those you're characters. on they like to be outside. Ugh. Um why? But only during twilight because it makes them sparkle. Is it dangerous when it's not twilight? For the pale ones, yes. Ew. For the furry ones, no. I got grosser. Didn't it? Um, no, but there was a movie that uh, I think <laughs> Robert Pattinson was in, and it was like a romantic, like a romance movie, and then at the end you find out that it was actually about 9-11, but they only reveal it in the last like three minutes of the movie. Hmm. I have no and idea what that is. Yeah, it was just like, he was like, I love you, babe. And then, like, fucking towers, like... That does not <clears> sound <throat> like him. I, I, dude, I'm... That uh, that was kind of Keanu, wasn't it? Hang on. All right. You can continue. Keanu Reeves meets, like, some type of surfer asshole in California. Uh, I'll, I'll bring you, like, Twilight in a jar, babe. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but that was hilarious. Okay, Pattinson. so, 2001. Uh, I don't know if it told me the month. I don't think it did. Oh. So I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Oh, boy. Here we go. Is it water for elephants and it's actually just about a circus or what? <laughs> the name of the film is Remember Me, uh, which I feel like does point towards, you know. Amnesia? Uh, No, 9-11. Because we're never supposed to forget them. Dementia? No. No. Uh, hang on. So, voiceover. Uh... <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm going to have to watch this movie. Jesus Christ, isn't it? Wow. They got all the big people. Oh, he dies in 9-11. Jesus died in 9-11? Yeah. Whoa. During Twilight. Whoa. At Twilight. All right, continue. Where was this the is... cross, though, during 9-11? Okay, all right. Where was the cross during 9-11? The yeah. cross heirs were... <laughs> the cross heirs were on the towers. Continue. Now I'll leave it because this is comedy gold except for the 9-11 part. <laughs> oh, Christ. Sorry. All right. So as Cody was getting to very roundabout, it takes place in 2001, but we're not sure what month. Why are you smiling, you fuckface? Sorry, I'm reading about this 9-11 movie now. Jesus. I'll, I'll turn it off. No, you're fine. Back. I'm back. No, it's fine. So, as I was saying, for those of you that don't know, Manassas, Virginia, and D.C. aren't crazy far apart. It's, it's you know, not in uh, unimaginable distance or anything like that. So, this is about Douglas Alexander Small. He has been murdered. And this is in D.C., and as I told you, Anne-Marie's case takes place in Manassas. So. Okay. 
Douglas Alexander Small worked for American Online, a.k.a. AOL. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> why was that funny? I'm sorry. Okay. So Douglas didn't just work for them. He was actually the marketing director for AOL. Oh, shit. So he didn't just have, you know, pocket change. He was going with your bad self, Douglas. Rolling with it. Yes. Oh, I forgot. He got killed, didn't he? Unfortunately, he did die. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, So that is in 2001. Douglas had been shot by a man named Walter during an argument regarding renovations being done on Douglas's apartment in D.C. Hmm. Walter's full name is Walter Thomas Godby. Oh! Yeah. So That's the name from earlier. He's connecting those dots. He probably watched a Dora episode to get there, but we got there. So, after shooting Douglas... Walter removed the body from what I'm presuming is his apartment, as they don't fully say. At some point not long after, Douglas's body would be found in Alexandria, Virginia, which is very close in terms of D.C. Oh, Alexandria yeah. is just like right over the border, very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Walter gets convicted and sentenced to 30 years in prison for the murder of Douglas Let me see. I think his last name. I just want to make sure it wasn't Douglas Small. So going back to Anne Marie Godby, she has been missing for six years since 95, right? Or at least a little over five years. Uh, Technically, her name was Anne Marie Shaw, but she often used her ex-boyfriend's name due to the fact that they had children together. Okay. So for the sake of this, we're going to use Godby because obviously that's what connects them other than the children is the name. Before she vanished, just prior to 1996, Anne-Marie had been awarded custody of the kids, and she was supposed to receive child support from Walter. Okay. Yes. Within the six years between Anne's disappearance and Douglas's murder, nothing has been investigated about Anne-Marie. They didn't look at shit? No. Why? It's been six years. Correct. Why did they not? The police had no idea Anne-Marie was even missing. They had no idea. What? Does she have no, like, family and shit? No one knew she was missing. So her parents were still back home in the Philippines. Oh, that's fucked. She has uh, had an estranged sister. They had been fighting and really not getting along when she disappeared. And the sister kind of figured, you know, I guess she doesn't want to talk to me right now. And she didn't realize there was a problem until much later on. Obviously, it it would be years and years. I am fortunate with you know my close family that if something like that were to happen we would know you know what i mean but not everyone has a family dynamic like that sometimes things like this happen and it's unfortunate because who knows if someone had known sooner what we could have done if anything to at least you know give her you know someplace peaceful to rest you know a place yeah to to lie so um like i said the police had no idea Anne was even missing but in 2001 with the news of a murder at the hands of walter godby it caught the attention of miss jewel terry jewel is the sister of Anne marie okay Um, they had been estranged in 1995 like i said when she went missing years later she only becomes aware that her sister is even missing when she sees this happen with the murder 
Mm-hmm. And she's like, I haven't heard from my sister. You know, that's really weird. You know, you know what I mean? So did, did she just recognize, did she just recognize the last name? Maybe she knew who Walter was. And, yeah. and she saw him and she was like, maybe something doesn't feel right. Maybe they, I don't know. I don't know what prompted her. Hmm. But maybe she started looking for was like, hey, I should really reach out, maybe see if she's okay right. since her ex, you know, yeah. just got, you know, arrested for murder. And I haven't heard from her. Maybe that kind of sparked something. For oh, her I don't know how I missed that. I didn't realize Walter was the ex. Yes. Yes. Walter was the ex. Walter got Okay. That, that puts a lot of things together. Okay. Now I'm on the same page. All right. We are making a chain, people. Chain of knowledge. So... She files a missing persons report in 2001, but unfortunately at this part, at this point, at least five years have gone by. So, okay, okay, this is where we get some clarity. So it has been six years because both of these crimes take place in December, one in December of 2001, Mm. one in December of 95. So I don't know what it is about December and Walter, he's got to get his shit together. Not a big fan of Christmas. Apparently not. I don't know if he has like hypothermic rage or what with the cold that makes him do these things in December. But either way, they both occurred. Oh, okay. That's stupid. I wrote something down. It's that one Mariah Carey song. Yeah, I wrote something that's just dumb, so we're not going to say it. So, um, no, we're not doing it. When? sure? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you later. So. Okay. When police investigate Anne-Marie's disappearance, they, of course, have to talk to Walter or Wally, whatever you'd like to call him. I don't give a shit. Uh, So this is the information he has. On December 3rd of 1995, the kids were dropped off by Anne-Marie at Walter's home, which was located on Orinoco Lane in Manassas. Um, Completely planned, Anne-Marie then flew home to the Philippines to visit her family quite suddenly Mm. yeah it's a problem believability up the wazoo yeah we learned last week a couple weeks ago that uh people don't always take non-planned international trips (laughs) i mean they do for sure all the time guaranteed so that's what he has to say jewel gets questioned of course because you know she's her sister uh she could um since she could not have filed sooner she had no idea she hears Walter's turn of events from police, and she, I'm imagining, is like, what the fuck? Like, she's just rolling her eyes like that's the dumbest shit. Yeah. First of all, Anne-Marie didn't have a passport. That makes it hard to fly internationally. Especially after, oh, no, that's before 9-11. Either way, um, it's still, it makes it hard. Even back then, I think you still needed one. It wasn't like that was irrelevant. Just security. No idea. Security was different, but you still needed a passport. So... Second, if Anne-Marie had gone back, it would not have been to spend time with her mother. Their mother had already passed away. Her mother okay. her mother wasn't even alive. So when he's like, oh, yeah, she went to go visit home. She went to go visit her mom. Her mom had already passed before mm. that day in 1995. So yep, yep. that doesn't track. Probably not visiting her. He probably was not paying attention during any conversation that they had because he just really... Mess the fuck up with that. So at the beginning of my notes, I mentioned that there are some objects that come to light regarding the case. 
the person who would show these to police in terms of these objects happens to be Carla Godby, who is Walter's now wife. Okay. And at the time, I don't know if it was his wife at the time that Anne-Marie vanished or if that was his girlfriend then. Either way, Mm -hmm. Carla Godby is Walter's wife. Walter is Anne-Marie's ex. We have that together? Yes. Cool. So, let's see. Upon interrogation, she broke down and gave police a box. The police contained a birth certificate, a driver's license, a social social security card, credit cards, and even pictures all that belonged to Anne-Marie. Oh, boy. That's pretty damning evidence, like... It's not good. Even if he stole certain items, you know, like birth certificate, social security, you need your credit cards, you need your fucking license. Yeah. Like, at the very least. Jesus. So these items had been hidden under the stairs in Walter's house all of these years. In a box. Mm. Okay. Police pushed for more information, and this is what Carla said. She tells them Walter held a gun to her head while confessing to her and allegedly showed her Anne Marie's body. I don't know if this is at the time of the... It would have to be, obviously, at the time of the murder. Unless it was... I don't know. I don't know if it was the day that she died, in theory, or... That's fucking intense. Yes. So that's what she says. Um, Is she married this motherfucker afterwards? Yeah. Goo. If someone... She might have already been married. She Mm. might have already have married him at that point. But still, that would that would be. Like, oh right, this was in. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I got you, got you. That's got you. an okay. easy out, though, guys. I mean, but, it's okay, not easy out, but that is one little like, like I need to get. The I want to. I want to know if here. he put. Yeah, I want to know if he put the gun to her head before or after the wedding. I feel like. I don't know why that matters, but I'm very interested in that. It does. I mean, it doesn't say. It doesn't say that they were, like, just dating at that time. So I think they were already married. That's my... I'm going to make that leap. It could be wrong. Okay. Uh, She then says that Walter allegedly then dismembered and partly... um, I I don't know if it says burned or buried. Either way, I think she was partially... Like, parts... Different parts were buried in Fairfax, Virginia. Which also is not crazy far. It's partway into the state, but it's not like all the way across or all the way south or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, Police, unfortunately, were not able to find any of her body, unfortunately, after they did search for her. When discussing the case with Walter in prison, he recounts a very different string of events, as he probably would. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. According to him, he just happened happened to have a gun in his hand when Anne Marie shows up and they have an argument once again casually just happens to be holding a Glock you know that those fun times when you have well, people I mean, show okay, up and so you're holding a gun at random I I have been not like I not like walking around with guns or anything but I've been doing weird shit at home and someone comes home and I'm like ha 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 did not expect you so early. <laughs> what? It, but, like, like if you're, just put the gun down. Once you start talking to someone, just put the gun down. You don't have to hold it. 
You know, Cody, I don't know what you've been doing with Nerf guns, but I prefer not to know. It's not the Nerf guns. It's the ones that shoot the little the little uh, foam balls. Mm, they're like... And what you what you do is you no. thread them like like a popcorn string. I already too much. Okay. Already too much. I think I know where this is going. You know what? Guys, what do you say? We'll just let him run with it. What happens, Cody? Uh, I, I was done. I was done. No, go ahead. No, no, no. You what just, happens? You, you thread them. I'm curious. Is this you, a sewing you thread project? Them, you thread them like popcorn string. Oh, so it's Christmas and, related. Uh, I mean, you could be, get festive with it. And then you put half of it in you and <laughs> half of it in the gun. And it's like, it's like a machine that starts a lawnmower when you shoot it across the room. Oh, boy. The things we didn't want to know about Cody that we now know about Cody. It's cleansing. All right. Good to know. Anyway, we got way, way off. So, Walter happened to be holding a gun and they get in an argument. Oh, I'm sorry. No, there's an argument between Carla, not Walter, and Anne-Marie. So the ex... And he's just hanging out holding a gun? Correct. This is what he's saying happened. And he thinks this paints him in a better light. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think he pled the fifth on that. So uh, somehow Anne-Marie is fatally injured while the other two are arguing. Mm. And he happens to be holding a gun that is not the gun that you mentioned before with string and balls and whatever the fuck else. Right, right, right. Not recreational. Not the ripper. I mean, it's probably ripping something. Okay. Yep. The charges brought against Walter in November 2009 were uh, murder, unlawful use of a firearm, and robbery. Uh, I don't know how robbery applies, other than that Anne-Marie was robbed of her future. Like, they don't get into more specifics of it. It's Um, probably all her shit he had. I mean, that would probably make sense. And I guess that's all they could really do at that point yeah just tacking on tacking on offenses so he gets a longer like it seems silly but right so um like i said we have we've never found her body so that part is unsolved we have no idea where she is where she was put uh walter did plead guilty to involuntary manslaughter in june of 2010 He gets Mm. a decade in prison on top of his 30-year sentence for murdering Douglas Small. Um, Like I said, unfortunately, they're, you know, usually these are unsolved, so we don't have a happy ending for you guys. But it's, I mean, it does suck that, unfortunately, you know, all this happened to her. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she is still missing. That's terrible. Yeah. It's, dude, it's wild that people are just, like, constantly just like, oh, no, she went on a trip. Yeah, she went on a trip. Don't worry about it. She went on a trip. I was it's so like, casual about it, too. Like, oh, yeah, no, no, she had to go out of town. I, like, I just, excuse I me? Go out of town for what? For what? Um. So, we can... What are we going to do? The... I do have a headline, is what I was getting at. Let me pull that up. Okay. This one is, like, it's 
I think it's hilarious. I also think it's very sad. Um, okay. Here is... Hit me with it. I'm going to call this one between the cheeks. I think this one is warranted. Wisconsin nurse accused of amputating patient's foot without permission to use at taxidermy shop. Yep. I saw this. I read this shit. Dude, that's bonkers. If you guys have not read this, Mary K. Brown, 38. Wait, have you read this yet? Uh, I read some of like, it, yeah. Do you, you, oh, so you're aware of the details and shit? I think so. She planned to display the severed foot alongside a sign that said, Wear your boots, kids. Yep. A, a foot she was just going to take. Someone's foot she wanted to take. I thought she, I thought she did. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, she cut the foot off. God damn it. And I think it even said, like, allegedly he was just awake the whole time and she was just going for it. Oh, boy. All right, we are looking at physical abuse of an elder person. Oh, my God. It was an older person, too? Yeah. Oh, that's so fucked up. So she is 38. Um, they did not ad- identify the victim. I think he's gone through enough. He does not need any yeah. public attention. Uh, so he is 62 years old, and he was a patient at the Spring Valley Health and Rehabilita- Rehabilitation Center in Spring Valley, Wisconsin. So in March, he fell at home. And that's and he had severely frostbitten feet, and that's how he wound up there at the rehab facility. Okay, so his foot was black like a mummy, so that's gross. That's mm-hmm. gross. However, as we all know, that does not give anyone permission to do that. He fell out of bed again, and can and he damaged that foot further. And this <laughs> led uh, Mary Brown to try and get permission to take the foot. Uh, apparently, the administrator was like, no, let's not do that. That's gross. What the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like, come on. Right. Uh, it's for a good reason. It's for the children. We, right. need, we need to show the children. It's going to be an after school special foot. Special foot. That was going to, yes, it was going to be codenamed Special Foot was her mission. So there was obviously no doctor's order to conduct the amputation. And she, let me see. She went ahead and did it. Using gauze scissors. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Okay, he didn't. Okay, the good news is he did not appear to be in pain suffered minimal blood loss which is good um but someone said it was not a very good amputation so not only are we saying she's a fucking idiot we're also grading the quality of her amputation work which i appreciate uh yeah i mean if she used fucking gauze scissors (laughs) um ma'am ma'am this is an f this is f grade amputee yeah if i if I open my can of Chef Boyardee with a can opener, it looks great. If Don't I open it with a fucking a sledgehammer. That's not the same thing at all. It's di- it's it's slightly different. Slightly. Jesus Christ, you drinking a full jug of milk? 
the fuck are you doing over there? I was taking my allergy pill. It's electrolyte water. <laughs> I know. How many of those you drink a day? One-tenth. No, but for real, I, I just had this up here because when I was doing my, my Poshmark show, oh, it was okay. to stay hydrated. And it's just been up here, so I've been slowly chipping away at it. But it's got electrolytes in it. It's very expensive, actually. It's like why don't it's like six dollars for the one bottle yeah one huh. gallon it's one gallon not one bottle one gallon guys it's amelia electrolyte sponsor us while we're talking about amputee shit okay it tastes delicious please i'm gonna continue what's it taste like um i don't it tastes like crisp like very just like i don't even know how to explain it it just tastes very clean it tastes like good water. Good water, yes. It tastes like it is okay. just very well distilled and... We're, we're talking well water, not city water. Oh, it's okay. So it's got calcium, magnesium, and potassium in it. You need some fluoride in there. It's good for your intestines. Sure. I made that up. Right? Isn't that good for keeping you like... Isn't that good for keeping you like... Yeah. That's what the doctor I said, know. I think. I think it's good for keeping you regular. I think you need, like, magnesium for that. For shitting? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, milk of ma... Well, no, is that milk of magnesia? <laughs> magnesia. <laughs> Isn't it? If there is such a thing as magnesia, which there probably is, and I'm just ignorant, that's amazing. Milk of magnesia. Milk It sounds like... Of... Sounds yeah, like... milk of magnesia is uh, oh, for it's real? a yeah, it's uh, wow. it's magnesium hydroxide. Oh, that's good to know. I'm over here discovering this brand name, milk of magnesia. It can treat constipation, stomach aches, and heartburn. Here in my ignorant oasis, I'm learning stuff. Yeah, look at you go. Anyway, yeah. So this water is delicious. We are getting off topic. That never happens. Never right. ones. Let me see. I'm just making sure. So then another nurse said that he felt everything and it hurt very bad. So Yeah, that's the quote I saw. Okay, so the, there's these two different nurses. One has got to be friends with Marin is like, no, everything was fine. She was probably going to get see, a cut of this hole like if they sold it or some shit. So what I think is interesting uh -huh. is what if... <gasps> What? I'm so sorry. He died, like, days later. Oh, yeah. No, he didn't make it. Fuck. Okay, anyway, please continue. God. What if... Okay, so you've heard of, like, phantom limb pain, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. What if it was that? What if he didn't actually feel the sensation of her cutting off his foot? Yeah. But because he was watching her do it... Oh. He, he was like... I don't know why he screams like Mario when he hits lava, but... I mean, I've never had my foot cut off, so we can't say for sure if it's comparable. That's true. Someone might cut off my foot, and I might be like, it's-a-me! Amputee. Eo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor guy. I'm so sad that he died. That's That sucks. Can you imagine your last days? You've already fallen multiple times. Just some trashy bitch using fucking fingernail 
cutters to take your foot she's off. She's taking your foot off. She's probably ugly. I'm just already saying that because she is an asshole at this point. She's taking someone's foot. Have we foot. seen her? God, I don't know if we should see her yet. I kind of want to see Let if she's hot. I hope she's ugly. Because she's definitely ugly Old on the inside. Old man foot amputation. She put the foot in a red biohazard bag and placed it in the freezer. I mean, shit's already frostbitten, so like, at this point. Like, ugh. It's black also, which is so gross. That is next level. Come on, they've got to have her picture somewhere. So, I guess no one noticed there was an issue. No one reported this until the medical examiner alerted the authorities because he didn't have his foot when he went to the morgue. Wait, what? They didn't fucking notice that he didn't have a foot? No one said shit. Because the person that contacted police was the medical examiner because he didn't have a foot during the autopsy. Okay. Jesus. Can we say medical malpractice? Like, what the fuck? Images. If they were trying to... Oh, I should not have clicked images. Oh my god, do you see oh. the foot? Do you see the foot? <laughs> uh, no, but I typed in old man foot amputee no, no, and then no, clicked no, images. no, no, no. no. And uh, that's not what I meant to do. What do you do? You see? Right. Um, just a a sh oh! What? You're making me nervous. Oh boy. Shh. I I would. I'm not. I would go out on a limb and say she is not a looker. Did you find her, or you're not sure? No, I did. Oh, oh, okay, okay. They don't have a picture of her here. Well... Here, I'm gonna look. I mean, this doesn't matter to the case. I'm just curious. Alright, where... I'll send it to you in a second if I... I think I'll be able to pull it up. Let's see. Type in, uh, type in her name, Mary Kay Brown. Is that her? Oh. Oh. With the off-the-shoulder? Yeah. Why does, why does she have different straps? Oh, one is, like, bra strap, one is... Okay. Um, she, yeah. I mean, looks aren't everything, guys, but it, it's not helping her gain any favor with anyone. Not that it should if you are gorgeous. Um, if that's who I have to look at cutting my foot off, I w would uh, be even more disappointed. Like, if it's a hot nurse that's cutting your foot off, you're like, hmm, I'm conflicted here. Yeah, cut my foot off. Uh, okay we're gonna make that a that's gonna be the sound clip of the episode yeah cut my foot off uh. okay we're i'm not keeping the groan in there for the opening but i am gonna put that oh. in the opener Ugh. oh my god no one said anything till they got to the morgue what the fuck yeah if someone's got to cut my my leg off while i'm awake i i want i want a list fucking supermodel do you think like she was just like oh no 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 doctor order it and no one like just everyone just went with it because of how disgusting his foot was and they just didn't ask. i don't know you know you know people out here ain't getting paid very well yeah i know i know there's like a comment like i don't get paid enough for this shit but yeah i mean i saw some wild shit back in the toys r us days i never said nothing uh wait what you said you did or who did I saw some, like, uh, wild stuff back in Toys R Us. I wasn't, whatever. Okay. Not my company. I mean, we really, we, yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't watch anyone saw someone's foot off. I'm talking in like... In the Toys R Us, I'm glad to hear it. Jeffrey wasn't like out trash, there in his giraffe. Trashy people in the bathroom getting drunk or... Other shit. Sometimes all the... literal shit on the wall. That was fun. Yeah, it was... Fuck that place, man. I, I, kind of, place. I miss right. it sometimes, though. Nope. No? Sometimes I miss I, the merchandising. I, the only... I yeah, a little bit. I miss the I miss the fun of the overnights. Yes, I miss overnights a lot. But other than that, I'm I'm good. When you wore whatever you wanted and listened to your earbuds yeah. before the one person came in that I'm not gonna call out. She was a bitch. She ruined that. Thanks. Oh, Larissa. I mean, yeah, I don't give a fuck actually. Yeah, Larissa. Fuck you, Larissa. You piece of shit. Stupid fucking townhouse. Hated you then. I hate you now. I've never let my grudge go. I hope you know. I tell everyone you fucking suck, Larissa. All right. We are not over it, and it has been many years, guys. <laughs> We're not over it. Oh, it's been, it's been uh, close to 10 years, and I still... Has it been that long? Doesn't matter. So... I left, I, I left in 2013. I left in 2015. Yeah. yeah, so about almost 10 years for me. A couple more and it'll be 10 for you. Oh, shit. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's crazy. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. Did you know, like, Toys R Us is back in Macy's? Fuck them. Okay, I got excited. So that's... I hope they fail. But see, I got something I hope, out of it, though. I hope FAO Schwartz fails. I hope fail. Macy's fails. I hope Penny's fails. I hope they fucking burn down all the malls you, you going through some stuff cody you doing okay don't worry about it don't just so my story today um that is butt cleansing yes yeah, so he's, <laughs> he's a little grunchy or, <laughs> i said grunchy he's a grumpy oh, grouchy he's a little he he's a little crunchy i said grunchy with a g mm. Yeah, no, fuck that company. All right. Fuck you too, Sam's Club. Oh, um, yeah, fuck you, Sam's Club, 100%. I'm burning it all to the ground. I don't give a shit. We will not be burning it to the ground, but if anyone else does, we will admire the flames from afar. Yeah, obviously that's metaphorical. It is a... You sound uh, suspicious. Obviously, we're not going to be doing it, but... Nope. If anyone does I would it never. of their own volition, we do not endorse, support... Uh, but let us know. We'd like to bring marshmallows. But just let us know. You cute. What? If you burn it down, I'll tell you you're cute. <laughs> okay. What a prize. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So. Yes. Two boys uh-huh. were fishing in Clear Lake, Texas on January 3rd, uh-huh. 1972. Wow. They noticed what they assumed to be a volleyball or some sort of ball floating in the water. They managed to get the ball over close enough to them to see what kind of thing it may be, only for them to realize it was a floating human skull with a crucifix tangled in the jawbone. What? Within the next month and a half... The lake and the marsh area surrounding the area would be searched, and two bodies would be discovered. Two bodies. 
two bodies. Two of them. Two for one. Two for one. A BOGO, if you will. Um, Bludgeon one, get one. <laughs> God That's, damn it, Cody. Not... I, I gotta give that to you. Um, that was really horrible. Uh, topical. I actually don't. Okay, so so yeah, so an actual that that's that's kind of metal to find a skull floating in the lake and it has like a fucking crucifix wrapped up in its jawbone. The fact that that I mean it's not a good it's not a good thing, right, but it's but that's cool. Still there is actually impressive, right? That's yeah, that's pretty. How does that? So even... as I said, uh huh. This was January third, nineteen seventy two. Oh my god! Rewind. <laughs> August 4th, 1971 was about a week before Sharon Shaw's 14th birthday. She was at the beach with her friend, Rhonda Johnson. They had a lovely day, and when they decided it was time to go home, they would never be seen again. They were seen leaving the beach, and it was noted that they were seen walking along Seawall Boulevard in Galveston, Texas but they would never make it home. The skull floating was identified as Sharon Shaw using dental records and her mother identifying the crucifix that belonged to her daughter. That's a no thank you. Rhonda Johnson was also positively identified as she was found nearby in the marsh. Mm. So, police chief Michael Morris was relatively new to town. He was an experienced officer, but new to the area. He was hired as the uh, as the new police chief in May. So the May following the January that the skull was found. Yes. May 1972. Mm-hmm. He wanted to impress. So when a Galvin... Galveston City Councilman named Glenn Price suggested he looked into a local man named Michael Lord Lloyd Self. That's Self, S-E-L-F. Mm-hmm. Um, he was more than happy to oblige. He was told that Michael Lloyd Self was convicted previously, or he was known as a he was known as a peeping tom. He hadn't been convicted as far as I could tell. The peeping Lloyd. He's a peeping Lloyd. Morris visited Michael on June 9th, 1972. Okay. So he was hired in May. He got the tip. He go he goes to visit Michael on June 9th, 1972 at his place of work. Okay. Michael worked the night shift at a gas station and Morris rolled up at about 5 a.m to ask questions. Mm-hmm. He allegedly asked Michael why he was, quote, thinking about those two girls, end quote. Mm-hmm. But Michael never, but he never specifically mentioned what he was there for or who he was talking about. Mm-hmm. He asked Michael to come to the station for questioning. Mm-hmm. Michael, assuming that he must be mean his ex-wife and his now his new girlfriend mm-hmm. went to the station just I didn't do anything why wouldn't I go to the station well Michael assuming he had done nothing wrong and had nothing to hide 
He did so after his shift. He went to the station. He was shown pictures of the two girls and asked if he knew them. He said he recognized them. He had seen them around, but he didn't know their names or anything else. He was arrested immediately and taken to the interrogation room. So he was in the interrogation room. He was cooperative, as he still felt he had nothing to hide. Another officer, not Officer Morris, or uh, I guess, what, Chief Morris? Another officer named Jerry Mitchell stopped in to watch the interrogation for a bit, perhaps even help. Okay. So it's not it's not terribly uncommon for cops that have a little bit of free time to come watch the interrogation. Hey, you know, he was saying this. I think you might be able to catch him on this, that sort of thing. Right. So he said he noted that Michael was very calm and not shaken up. He didn't even really hesitate when answering. He didn't feel like he was stopping and thinking about his answer he was just kind of answering relatively quickly like yeah. he was answering truthfully it wasn't he didn't see anything didn't, didn't see anything suspicious okay. right so mitchell left because he had a bunch of other stuff that he had to do and he came back around an hour later mm-hmm. when he came back michael still in the interrogation room was now sweating he was now visibly upset and shaken Maybe he saw the, you know what, never mind. A ghost? Um, Twilight. Maybe he saw Twilight. Maybe. Maybe he had a vision of what Twilight would be. Maybe. And he was like, that is going to give me the shits, and he started shaking. He was, he was like, oh my god, that baseball scene in the thunderstorm is going to be amazing. Every time that lightning thunder happens... I get a pulse. <laughs> I, ew. <laughs> what? What does that mean? You know, like, never mind, never mind. Like his dick jumped? Maybe. Ew. Bad jumps, his you're dick dis- jumps. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. Um, he just likes when things glitter, okay? Fair Thank enough. You All right. Edit that. Punch, edit edit that. me punching my microphone. Oh. That's how excited Cody got. So, <laughs> during this time, Michael had written out his confession under the watch of Morris. Did he write it in crayon? No, but Mitchell did note that it even looked like there might have been a couple of confessions that were written out. Mm-hmm. In this confession, he told them that he had picked them up from Sharon's house, yes. which is incorrect. Mm-hmm. And he had eventually strangled them, which, again... There was no evidence of. Mm-hmm. They could not determine a cause of death, but they were able to rule out strangulation. Okay. Okay. And he said he had dumped their bodies at El Largo, which is 20 miles from where they had actually found. So the three biggest pieces of information in his confession were factually incorrect. Do you think he had done something worse and so he was confessing to cover up for something worse he had done? Or do you think he was just unstable? I I think there are things coming up that will shine a light on that. Naturally, after you confess, mm-hmm. three days later, they made him confess again. What? They had they had him run a polygraph test with which came back inconclusive. Uh. 
Then he wrote, rewrote, rather, rewrote, second draft. What? At least, of his confession. Were they like, ugh, we put it in the shred bin, I'm so sorry, can you do that again? He stated that he had beat them both to death with a Coca-Cola bottle. Wait, what? And had stripped them naked and thrown the clothes out on the highway. But first he said he strangled them. This is correct. Okay, all right, just check him. There were a couple things that I found that might have suggested that Michael was of a lower cognitive capacity. I like the way you phrased that. It's very, right? very diplomatic. Okay. Okay. Again, mm-hmm. he directly contradicts the first confession. And also, both girls were found with all of their clothes. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So the fact that he said he beat them with a Coca-Cola bottle and threw their clothes out on the highway doesn't make any sense. They were both found with all of their clothes, along with the crucifix and a set of two keys, which was never identified. They found two keys. Two keys. Mm. So, as you do, mm-hmm. a couple weeks later, the cops signed him out of jail to take him to dinner. What? Apparently, I don't know if it still goes on, but apparently you can sign people, like you can get clearance to take a uh, prisoner from jail for different things that you may need to do. Mm. They decided to take him out of jail to take him to dinner. Instead, they took him to places that he had mentioned in the confession and took pictures of him there and then tried to display it in court as a third confession. What? Oh, okay. So that's... So they were like, hey, okay. we know we, you know, it seems as though we might have been lying to you up until then, up until now. How exciting. Would you like to come with us to dinner? And he went with them to dinner and he got drove around the town and he got a bunch of pictures taken to further incriminate him. Jesus Christ. So, unfortunately... He likely had nothing to do with these murders. Mm. But he did also confess of one more thing. Mm. Chief Morris had allegedly roughed up Michael a bit with his nightstick. Uh. He threatened him numerous with numerous things. And it got to the point that Morris says that Chief Morris... No, Michael says that Chief Morris dumped out all the bullets of his gun on the table and told him, I'm not leaving here without a confession. I'll shoot you before I do that. Okay. So it seems as though he may have written that confession under duress. Yeah. You know, maybe just a slight amount of duress. Maybe. Um, and I'm oddly enough, more inclined to watch him or listen to him because of all the other weird shit they did. The tour around town to take the pictures and stuff. So obviously, how could we take a criminal's word over a police officer's? Right? I mean, that's, right, guys? that's what America it's crazy. would crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, as it turns out, in 1975, Morris and his lackey dipshit deputy, Tom Deal, 
Both were arrested for being part of a bank robbery gang <laughs> that had been active since at least 1972. Oh, okay. Well, Morris got 55 years <laughs> and Deal got and Deal got 30. Damn. Deal Deal was granted parole. Yeah. And he robbed someone else and went back to jail. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So Michael, who didn't do anything, got life in prison. What? He was never granted parole. And in the year 2000, he died of cancer while in jail. No. He, we don't even think he did this. But they... He likely didn't do anything. No. Um, but he he went to jail in Texas, and that's not a good time. No, obviously not. Correct. Um, so, years down the line, oh, um, as it turns out, there were two other confessions yeah. for these murders. Mind you, again, this is an unsolved murder unsolved missing case podcast yeah these are not solved yeah. i'm going to read these just straight up from wikipedia on april 2nd 1980 a man in taylor lake village walked into the local police department and claimed to have been responsible for the murders in his confession the man allegedly mentioned having tied the girls down with electrical cord which is not a detail that had been released publicly. But So this was the first time that it was actually confirmed that there was some sort of electrical cord involved. Wow. But it was eventually discovered that he was actually in, he was in a state of psychosis. He was having like a mental break. Yeah. Um, and How would he know he, that? He just guessed well? It, apparently. Yeah, they they said they there was there was no real connection to the murders and he was let go and yeah, I think um but that's not something my mind goes to easily. So, again, I'm going to read this straight from Wikipedia cuz this shit is bonkers. Oh boy. In 1998, Edward Harold Bell wrote multiple letters to prosecutors in Galveston and Harris counties, mm -hmm. confessing to the murders of numerous young women. At the time, Bell was serving a 70-year sentence for the 1978 murder of a 26-year-old Pasadena resident. Um, I'm going to go into that in a second. Because, what? Mm -hmm. um, so, in August 2015... Bell admitted to murdering a total of 11 girls, whom he referred to as the 11, the, quote, 11 that went to heaven, end quote. Gross. And, and he claimed to have been brainwashed and forced to kill by a secret organization. He named Shaw and Johnson among the girls he admitted to murdering. However, Bell was never charged with either of the murders. And on April 20th, 2019, he died in prison at the age of 82. So it is still technically unsolved. He did confess to it, but um, no one was ever tried. And it, it didn't even seem as though there was more evidence to support it it was just his confession but, but i want to read you how edward harold bell ended up 
going to jail. Getting arrested. Oh, God. What? Cody can't even, like, compose himself. What is going on? Because I know it's not funny, and I know I'm going to laugh. Oh, God. You're, you're setting me I'm up. I'm trying you're real hard up. not to. Okay. 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 Uh, on August 24th, uh-huh. 1978, while driving his red and white GMC truck around Pasadena, Edward Harold Bell stopped in front of a group of young girls, pulled his pants down, and began masturbating in front of them. His actions caught the attention of 26-year-old Larry Dean Dickens, a Marine with a young daughter. Okay. He rushed in and got a hold of Bell's keys to make sure that he didn't get away because he wants this creepy motherfucker arrested. So he ran to protect his his young daughter right. from this guy who just pulled Was over his and started one of t- them. Apparently, oh. uh, well, no, but it he... says he had with a young daughter. Okay, but it doesn't say she's one of the girls. He... So I think it's just a marine, and he's a good dude. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, hey, you can't tug your dick in front of all these children. That's not okay. And he runs over and he grabs his keys. And Bell took out a gun and shot him in the head. Wait, what? So Bell, or no, it doesn't say. I'm sorry, it doesn't say shot him in the head. No. Bell pulled suddenly. Bell pulled out a pistol no. and shot Dickens, no. who staggered into his mother's garage and collapsed onto the floor in front of his horrified no. mother, who had watched the whole ordeal go by from inside the house. While she was trying to calm her son down, Bell walked back to his truck, grabbed a rifle, went up to the wounded man. And shot him in the forehead before fleeing. Oh my god. Wait, 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 wait. How much had the mom seen? Is what I need to know. She saw everything. Was she doing anything about it? She, I, 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 the way that it kind of plays out in my mind is she's like, she's like, uh, Larry, there's this man outside. And Larry runs out. So, I mean, I don't know. She probably wishes she hadn't. He was caught by police shortly afterwards and interned to await trial on a $125,000 bail bond. In, in what year? It, this was in 78. Oh, seven, that's right, 78. So he was he money. was yanking his dick. Are you done? He was yanking his... What? Are, are you done phrasing that way? No. He was flogging the bishop. Oh, my God. He comes out. Someone steals his keys. He shoots that man, walks over, gets a gun, shoots him again. And the courts went $125,000 and will trust that you show up for your court date. And guess what he did not do? What? He did not show up for his court date. He had that much money? Because, yeah, he just fucking, he made a bail bond and he got out. And for 14 years, he was on the run. (laughs) Wasn't it like a... Wasn't it like a hundred and twenty something thousand dollars? Honey, hundred and twenty five thousand dollar bail and bond. And you need how much to post? Uh, ten percent, I think. Ten percent. He had twelve thousand dollars. Fucking apparently. Uh, yeah. In so he just he 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 went to Mexico and Central America, and just fucking uh says he was posing at his has his dead cousin named Cecil Boyd. Okay. And he was on he was on America's Most Wanted a bunch because. Because of the whole masturbating and murder thing. Jesus Christ. But that's all I got. Oh, my God. 
Yay. That's so exciting. <laughs> I don't feel traumatized it, dude, at all. It's like, that's the wildest shit. If like, I mean, obviously, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin to break that down. I got no idea. Yeah, I'm I'm at a loss. I didn't really see just, that Just, I mean, just the... Oh, I regret <laughs> right? my phrasing. Fuck. Anything else. I don't think he had time. The guy came out and punched him. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, thumb, thumbs All right, up. so... Hopefully nothing else up. This was another fun-filled, information-filled, laugh-filled episode of Dear Friends... Dead ends. Yeah, how much Dear do you guys regret listening? Dead ends. Dear friends. Dead ends. Oh, Christ. Dear friends. Dead ends. All right. Dear friends with dead ends. I hope not. Dear friends with we got dead ends. He's getting medicated very shortly, guys. No, I'm not. I'll never take it. I'll hide it under my tongue and I'll spit it under the porch. <laughs> you got me with the last part. <laughs> Spit it under the porch. Poo. Poo. All right, well, that's it. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Don't forget uh, Dear Friends Dead Ends Pod on Instagram. I have been really bad about putting out the last two episodes on that, but they we are steadily releasing episodes every week, guys. So even if I mess up and don't put it on Instagram, please come find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um stitcher has been really popular anywhere that you can find us guys we'll be there rolling them out every week rolling them out roll out. oh and oh boy. legislation passed oh yes we forgot to update you in july of 2023 we will be allowed it starts in july july is when it goes into effect yeah no i uh, yeah i was like i was like what He's already, um, and he's then already I realized started, that's guys. next year. He's already started. A buffalo soldier. Oh, we should have opened the episode the with that. Of America. That's okay. Whoa, oh, oh. Was that offensive? That's going to be fun to listen to later. Um, I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to eat dinner. Bye. All right, guys. Everyone have a good week. We'll be back with more traumatizing things. We try to make a little bit easier to, I'm not going to say it, a little bit easier to um, digest and process. Process, that's a good one. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You guys are the best. This was episode 42, I'm pretty sure, but we'll see you guys next week.